the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for the second hour of the Jimmy Sangenberger Show here on News Talk 710-KNUS. Good to be with you. I keep saying that because it is. Yesterday I got to come in and fill in for Deborah Flora from uh, 3 to 4. I got a nice little hour in, and then this morning I'm back in the saddle for the show, and it's such an important time for so much discussion about issues of the day, including big education story that we will get into in the next hour. Much to discuss on teachers' unions today here on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show in an exclusive discussion we will have with audio coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. But we're going to pick up on conversations with the candidates. And this time... We're not doing the mayoral candidates, though next week we will have Mike Johnston, who is running for mayor of Denver. We are going to continue discussions with candidates for state party chair here on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. And that's why I am pleased to welcome to the program someone we have not sat down with in a discussion on his run for state party chair, although we talked with him multiple times back during the last cycle when he ran in the 7th Congressional District to be congressman there, was unsuccessful up against Brittany Pedersen in, in this state, very strong headwinds. But what is the trajectory that Eric Odland would like to take the Colorado Republican Party, especially after that experience, running for the ver- for office for the very first time. He joins us now. Good morning, state Colorado GOP can- chair candidate Eric Odland. Welcome back to the show. It's a mouthful, Jimmy. It's good to be with you. <laughs> it, it is a longer <laughs> title than congressman. Even for the congressman right. to 7th Congressional District, Colorado Republican Party chairman. So let me just say GOP chair candidate eric odland welcome to the show it's good to talk with you brother great to talk to you too jimmy thanks for having me so let's remind folks who the heck you are and why are you running for state gop chair especially given i mean you experienced the brunt of it last year along with so many other republicans especially when we have that who are running for office we have so many headwinds up against our party right now well, that's a great question, and I get asked, why, why am I insane enough to run for chairman of the Colorado Republican Party after the worst string of defeats in our history? And, and it's because we, we have so much opportunity to, to get this party on track, and we've got to do it. And, and all that we've got, as, we, as you know, Jimmy, Republicans stand on the right side of every policy issue, and we can see the disastrous results of Democrat legislation here in Colorado you know, a, a rampant inflation, out of control crime, a broken education system, a broken transportation system. You name it, Democrats are destroying this state. But voters voted against their self-interest in 2022. And, and that's because we've got an imaging problem. We've got a, a tactical problem in terms of voter registration and voter turnout. 
we've got a lot of significant opportunities that that can be accomplished to 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 give the Colorado constituency a a viable alternative. Uh, so who am I? I? I was the Republican nominee for Congressional District 7 uh, here in Colorado. I'm a West Point graduate, decorated combat veteran with tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. Then I spent a decade in the energy sector all over the world. My last job, I managed a $300 million project in Israel. So I have extensive leadership experience, and I think that's what this party needs is a, is a leader. We don't need more uh, career politicians, more attorneys. We need somebody who can actually bring this party together, lay out a long-term strategy, because we, we've got to be sober, Jimmy, about what we can accomplish. This is th To turn this state around and get us back on track is, is uh, you know, a, uh, maybe a decade of, of significant work and discipline to maybe replicate what, what the Democrats did with the blueprint. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you look at the trajectory of this state over, I'll say, the past 13 or so years, since 2010. That's where I really chart Colorado going downhill toward this lockstock Democrat control that we're seeing right now. Uh, it, it has been disastrous in, in just so many ways, and we're seeing the ruinous implications for the state of Colorado. You said a couple of things that are problems. One, an imaging problem. You also mentioned a tactical problem. That's talking about the imaging problem. How do you believe the Republican Party is viewed right now as a brand in Colorado? And what would you do as part of your plan? I know you got a, a plan that covers multiple facets, but in terms of the branding imaging problem, what would you do to address whatever you view is the current perspective of folks here in Colorado on the Republican Party? Well, I think the average voter views this as angry, as divided, as not having a clear vision for the future. That we we have lost our identity as as conservatives and as a party. That's got to be restored. And what we're what we're talking about in general with the constituency is just a loss of trust. They don't trust that Republicans are going to do the right thing, and we've got to restore that trust. And it's got to be done by exemplifying dignity and respect. We need to present a unified front to the public and we need to be consistent with our messaging, but it's got to be grounded in truth and facts. And and, and they have uh, we've been mischaracterized. We're, we're up against the the very leftist, biased uh, mainstream media here in this state. And so we've, we've got to work to counter that. And it's got to be done very efficiently and effectively because we we have a funding deficiency uh, that makes it difficult. So. We've got to stop the infighting. We've got to uh, prepare a unified front, and we've got to have a vision that that most Coloradans can rally behind. And it's got to address the things that Coloradans are most concerned about. They're concerned about the economy, job opportunities, the education system, crime, which we're leading the nation in so many areas of crime. It's appalling that voters are are really going against the grain. So we've got to to restore that trust both within the party and outside the party to start winning elections. That's why the party exists. And that's why I'm running the chair uh, for chairman start winning elections again. So when you talk about rallying together, showing folks that we're, you know, we addressing the infighting, uh, Eric Godland, 
Have you met the Colorado Republican Party? <laughs> like, infighting seems to me to be part and parcel of what this party is about in the state, which is why there is a, a view of, of discord among many people who are outside of uh, the, 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 the Republican Party infrastructure, if you will, or the, the circles of activists and the circles of people who are in positions of, of power and what have you, because they cross, cross over in the party. We've got wide, wide diversity. Diversity. I mean, how do you address the divisions and that infighting at this point in time? Because you're absolutely right that we need to stop it. But this party is all about division, it seems like in terms of the inside the party itself. Well, you make a great point. I, I, I thought running for Congress would be tough, Jimmy, and that, you know, the Democrats spending millions of dollars to defame me and mischaracterize me would be would be painful. And, and now I'm running for chairman and I'm seeing some of the vitriol just coming from Republicans. And it's it's painful to experience. It's saddening. Uh, but but the only way we move through that is is extraordinary leadership. I mean, we and to to bring people together, it, it is about transparent communication. It's about restoring that trust. It is about giving people a voice and making sure that everybody is heard. Because when people act out with antics and rhetoric and anger and they they uh, they, they uh, bring more vitriol, it's often because they feel unheard. So we've got to have open dialogue. We need to be focused on issues and policies and ideas that serve the future of the party, not be, not focused on personalities everything should stand on its own merit in terms of how we propose a way forward. And that's why I've put many arguments forward. I published a plan in Campfire, Colorado. I made an argument for closing the primary, not opting out, but closing the primary. And these ideas are ideas, but I get attacked as a, you know, as an individual, we've got to stop the rhino hunting and, and really come together as Republicans and recognize that there is a common foe and that is the Democrats who are, are rapidly destroying Colorado in this country. Yeah. And that's where we need to be oriented on, on taking that on. And we should be able to do that. Sure. Uh, but there are those within our party who would rather hold on to, you know, a petty string of power rather than working towards the common good. And that's that's disheartening. Well, so I, I think about it this way too. look at the Democrats in Florida. Ron DeSantis won in Florida by about the same percentage. That Jared Polis won in Colorado, 19 or so percent in each state. And Republicans have significant control over Florida. They're able to accomplish some big things and good things because we know the Republican agenda is far, far better than anything the Democrats Absolutely. are offering. Like that's, that's a given. <laughs> but here in Colorado, we are seeing the mirror image with that kind of control on all levels of government, just about of Democrats. And we are seeing all of these disastrous policies. So of course you need to, to have some sort of unification to recognize the enemy is not within the Republican party. It is the Democrats who have full control, and we need to figure out an effective strategy to accomplish that. So going to strategies and going to tactics, you say we've got a tactical problem in the Republican Party as well. What is that tactical problem and what does your plan include to address it? I want to make one more point and I'll go into that. You know, one thing that unifies people better than anything, and we're seeing this in Florida, is winning. We've got to start winning again. And we start winning by, by tackling 
uh, local elections, city councils, school boards, county commissioner races, and we grow that out, much like the Democrats did in their blueprint starting back in 2004. Uh, we are not playing on the same same uh, battlefield as Democrats. Democrats are effectively harvesting ballots, they're chasing ballots, and they've got the data to do that effectively. We've got to build out that kind of enterprise and and it becomes more about getting getting ballots than than serving the constituents for the Democrats. We we can't abandon the constituency. We need to serve our the, the people of Colorado. But at the same time, we've got to have a ground game that effectively uh, chases ballots, harvests ballots, and and increases voter registration, turns out voters. And really, this is this is a game of addition, not subtraction. So we've got to we've got to get independents voting Republican while we grow the Republican ranks. Uh, we we've got to make the caucus system effective. It's it is it, it's here to stay, and we've got to make it work for Republicans by filling out the ranks of the uh, the precinct system, uh, and that could be a way to inspire Republicans to be involved and to to grow the grassroots in a positive way to select the best candidates who can appeal to uh, Coloradans. Again, Eric Odland, our guest, running for the Colorado GOP's state party chairman slot that is open and we are just weeks away now from the state Republican Assembly, which will make a determination on party leadership. When you talk about the caucus process, we're seeing a lot of discussion and debate, and we have for a couple of years. You can recall it wasn't that long ago that the Republican Party Central Committee voted in regards to opting out of the primary because the primary, of course, involves unaffiliated voters. Two-part question for you, Eric Odlin. Number one, when you say the caucus system is here to stay, of course, there are those now who would like to see it go away. And we've seen some initiatives, and I don't mean ballot initiatives, but uh, efforts starting to to percolate to accomplish that objective. So what is your take on ensuring then, if you want to ensure that it is here to stay? And number two, how about that primary opt-out piece? I'll answer the second part first. Opting out, I think, would be would be disastrous, and it's unlikely to happen. There's a 75% voter threshold at the state central committee to to accomplish that, but that would exclude the majority of, of Republicans. It would effectively get rid of the primary for an election cycle. That's not healthy. We want all Republicans included. Now, I did publish an argument in Campfire Colorado about closing the primary, meaning we we take unaffiliated voters out of getting a Republican ballot uh, in the primary. And I made a resource argument. I also pointed out that that Democrats are actively interfering in our primaries. They're spending they spent millions of dollars in the 2022 election cycle to try to get what they viewed as the least competitive candidates uh, as the nominees. And so so we could mitigate that. But the other thing we've got to acknowledge, Jimmy, is that for the most part, Democrats aren't having primaries in, in Colorado. They are clearing the field or they're all incumbents. So they come into the into our primary or excuse me, into the general election with enormous resources. Whereas I spent half a million dollars in my primary, started in the general with zero dollars, and my opponent had a million dollars in the bank already set against me. So there's a resource argument to be made for for consolidating our primary, also making it, you know, meaningful to be a Republican. 
it's not about abandoning independent voters. We still need to court them in the general election, but most of them aren't paying attention until the general election anyway. Only 37% of voters participated in the CD7 primary. So we, we can still court independence in the general election, but have our, our, our resources marshaled in a way that serves candidates and helps them fight that battle in the general election. So I, I agree that it would be better for us to have only Republicans and only Democrats in our respective primaries. But the problem is you're going to have to change the law in order to make that happen. Uh, I guess maybe there's could be a lawsuit, and I'd be curious your thoughts on if there should be a lawsuit that the Republican Party gets involved in to challenge legally the constitutionality of the the open primaries that we have where unaffiliateds can participate. Um, I think constitutionally it is unconstitutional, but that is a very expensive and tough hill to climb nevertheless. But it, you either need that it, to be struck down or you need a new law to be passed because otherwise it ain't happening in the state of Colorado. And it's not happening through the legislature. We, we have no power uh, we don't have uh, anywhere near a majority uh, in that in the state house of the state senate so it would have to be changed through a lawsuit i agree it would be expensive and and the party can't fundraise internally at this point although uh, hold on one first- one moment eric godlin we are getting a uh, signal where it's hard to hear from you for just a moment uh, eric godlin again our guest candidate for state party uh, chairman uh, let's hear if we can we can hear you better can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. So what I was saying, yes, uh, I was agreeing with you. It would be we, we can't change the law through the legislature. We don't have the the uh, the votes to do that. So we would have to change it through a lawsuit. I think there would be standing and there is merit, and I would support that as chairman. Uh, but it but but it would be expensive, and it'd have to be accomplished through a uh, private fundraising effort, and and Republicans would have to show up and contribute to support. Uh, uh, perpetuating that that lawsuit to to close the primary, but it it is a it is a it is an avenue that I I think could succeed if if appropriately funded. We're going to take a quick break here on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. When we come back, we'll pick up the conversation with Eric Odlin more on his plan for if he becomes the next chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, and then also what is the role of the state party. Let's get into that topic as well. That and more coming up here on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show as we continue on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. Sometimes it feels like the Colorado Republican Party says, we don't want no riders that don't align with our own personal objectives. And it can get to make just such a headache. Welcome back to the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, News Talk 710 KNUS. Little food for thought right there, as you may be, comp- uh, may be considering, contemplating what to do in the state party chair race if you are a member of the Colorado Republican Party Central Committee. By the way, that's Shannon Kerfman right there during her tune, No Riders. Fun song, especially when you got some harmonica in there. Now, we are talking with Eric Odland. He's running for state party chair. But there is some news of other candidates getting into the race. So we've interviewed Casper Stockham. He's been in studio. 
Uh, Aaron Wood from the uh, Save Colorado Project is in. Uh, Stephen Varela, I guess, is is in the race. And now you got three potentially new candidates. Uh, Dave Williams, former state representative, has jumped into the ring. Uh, I'm hearing that Tina Peters, the indicted former Mesa County clerk, has is getting in. Now, maybe former state senator Kevin Lundberg. So what is that? I'm not very good at the maths. Seven candidates right there. It's becoming an increasingly crowded field. Eric Odlin, as we look at this increasingly crowded field, let me ask you a bigger picture question about your candidacy. What sets you apart from the rest of the increasingly growing pack? And why does that make you the right man for the job of state party chair? Well, Jimmy, what what separates me from the pack is my extensive leadership experience, both in the military and combat, leading uh, leading men and women in, in the toughest circumstances. And then I'm also a businessman. Uh, I was an international project manager. I managed a $300 million project uh, in Israel, halfway around the world. So I know how to lead teams and lead people. And, and and the rest of the candidates can't match my credentials in that. Uh, they don't even come close. So uh, what I bring is an ability to, to, to bring people together. I have highly effective communication skills. I also know how to fundraise. I raised $1.4 million in my congressional race. That might be the most important role of the chairman is being able to raise money for the party to, to resource candidates, train candidates, and, and keep the lights on. And so None of these other candidates really have a, a proven fundraising history, but they also don't have the leadership credentials I have. And I think we need to try something different. Stop electing uh, career politicians and attorneys to this position and put a leader who knows to ma- how to manage a large organization in here because we've got to do the blocking and tackling or, or nothing else matters. Can you work with folks from the disparate factions within the Colorado Republican Party? Is it is is that possible to have that kind of collaborative approach that clearly is necessary when the Democrats have full control of the state? I can work with anybody, Jimmy. I've sat down with uh, Afghan tribal leaders who want to kill me and, and I've worked with them to, to create a better you know, sphere of influence in Afghanistan. So I, I know how to work with anybody. I was, I've worked on drilling rigs. I've, I've done, uh, I've worked with, you know, in the military. I, I, I have worked with all kinds of people from all walks of life and I, mm-hmm. I can talk with anybody. I come with dignity and respect and, and, and I'm a very good listener. The best leaders I know, know how to listen first and then, you know, speak very deliberately and yeah. so, yes, I, I, I'm willing to work with anybody, but we've got to restore that common respect within our party or we're never, we're never going to move forward. Th- then there's a big piece, and you mentioned it a moment ago, and that is fundraising. When you are on the outs like the Colorado GOP is right now, it's going to be a very difficult time going ahead to raise the money. I don't care who you are. It's going to be a massive challenge. Is it an insurmountable challenge or is it a viable one? How would you approach the fundraising aspect of this sort of a job? It is a significant challenge, especially now when major donors are saying whether it's worth 
an investment here in Colorado, are they going to have a return on investment if, if they continue to contribute to the Colorado Republican Party or candidates? And that's why we've got to sell a vision and a strategy and a plan and make a business case. I'm going to have to go around to, to donors and also build out that small donor network, which I did in my congressional race, in order to fund this party and, and even even get it uh, growing again. And, and that is a significant challenge that shouldn't be underestimated. But uh, what, what qualities does it take to fundraise? Well, it, it, it takes credibility. And I'm a co you know, combat veteran, West Point graduate, uh, a very successful businessman. I bring the credibility that I think donors will, will, will trust and recognize that I'm the, going to use the funds of the party judiciously to get us winning again. Eric Odland, our guest, candidate for GOP state party chair. Let's talk about the plan. What is your concrete plan to get the Colorado GOP on track to winning again? Because uh, we can't say it enough. We're down and out big time in this state. We don't have a single statewide elected Republican in Colorado now. Like, there's not a, a single one. What What is your plan to set the GOP on track if you're elected state party chair? Well, it's published in Campfire Colorado. It's also front and center on my website, which is oddlandforcolorado.com, Jimmy. But, I mean, it, one, it starts with the fundamentals. We've got to raise money to resource candidates to, to change our image, to do the marketing necessary. So, number one, we've got to fundraise, and I can do that. Number two, we've got to train and resource candidates. I have extensive experience. I've gone through the assembly process. I've, I'm a, a precinct committee person. Uh, I won a very contested primary. Then I became a nationally targeted race. I was an NRCC young gun. My list of endorsements is extensive. I want to help candidates replicate that. I'll train them uh, to be successful and start winning races, especially focused on the local level in 2024 and moving on. Uh, and then we've got to build out our data set. We fight a war blindly. We're at significant disadvantage because the Democrats have bought the data to identify persuadable independents. We've got to do the same thing. We've got to develop out our data set so we can arm candidates so they know who to engage and who they can bring into the Republican camp and turn out to vote. You know, on the other side, we talked about ballot harvesting. We've got to get effective at doing that. We've got to build out that organization to chase and harvest ballots. It's legal here in Colorado. We should be doing it. We need to have a voter registration program. We need to grow the Republican ranks and get, get Republicans involved and active. And we need to make the caucuses great again. There's a lot of things we can do to revitalize that system. We need to make it successful. We've got to, I've got to work very closely with the county leadership to make that effective, to advertise it effectively, and to make it festive and fun and bring some, some joy back into the Republican Party. Um, you know, we've, we've really got to uh, address voter turnout. Uh, when, when there's a quarter or more of Republicans not turning out to vote, that's, significantly, that's a significant missed opportunity. So we've got to inspire voters to turn out. And then we've got to rebrand. We've got to have an image that, that inspires trust and makes people uh, trust us to, to solve the, the issues affecting the majority of Coloradans, which means addressing the economy, addressing crime, addressing the education system, upholding our freedom and the, the attacks on the Constitution. 
And, and we've got all the right policies. We've just got to market it much better. You know, in Arapahoe County, I believe there were 10 percent. It was a 10 percent increase in Republican voter turnout. And yet the unaffiliated voters still won uh, the, the day for the Democrats dramatically. Like it was a, a massive sweep, almost a clean sweep when you. Uh, if you consider in there the slim part of Arapahoe County that State Representative Rod Bockenfeld holds. And that, Arapahoe County, I mean, that's the county that I grew up in Republican Party politics going back to when I was 13. And I remember when Republicans not too long ago controlled Arapahoe County. Like, it was a Republican county. And now it is not. So winning those unaffiliated voters through rebranding and such certainly... Very important, but but it is a massive undertaking, and I think part of it really requires a clear understanding of what the role of the state party actually is. A lot of times there are talks about litmus tests. You want to have the party select candidates or be involved in helping to get candidates that specifically check certain boxes on uh, issues of the day, conservative principles, so on and so forth. Uh, but then you've also got the, the, the winning elections piece that you know, maybe the, is the overriding factor in what the party's supposed to do. How do you view the actual role of the state party and how will you stay on track to focus on whatever that role is? The singular role, Jimmy, of the state party and the, the state party chairman is to win elections, get Republicans elected. It's not the set ideology. It is really not the set policy. That's for our legislators. The, the, the chairman's role is to, is to serve candidates and, and resource them, train them, and make them effective by giving them the data or the, or the necessary resources to get elected. Part of that is increasing voter registration, turning Republicans out, helping with the image. But, but a lot of this is uh, you know, we, we, we have to marshal our resources and use them judiciously. And, they're, you know, it's time, it's people, and it's money. And then those need to be effectively managed in order to, to focus on where we can win and, and, and be laser-focused on, on then winning. I view the chairman as, as sort of a football coach uh, who should be rolling their sleeves up in the background and, and orchestrating the organization statewide in an effective way that wins elections. Again, Eric Odland, our guest, running to be the next chairman of the Colorado Republican Party. We've just got a couple minutes left here, Eric, so I want to ask you a final question. Uh, where could folks go to, to get in touch with you or to learn more about you, especially if they particularly... If they are on the central committee and actually have a vote in the direction of the future of the Republican Party. And what's your final pitch on this program to those folks? Well, start with my website. I love this question, Jimmy. It's oddlandforcolorado.com, A-A-D-L-A-N-D-F-O-R, colorado.com. My plan is front and center on the website. You can also listen to hundreds of hours of radio interviews for my congressional race. You can see my endorsements for my congressional race. Uh, and you can also get a hold of me through my website. Uh, my staff and I monitor that. So reach out to me, get involved. Uh, this is a critical juncture in the future of, of the Colorado Republican Party. And there are those who want to burn the house down. And that is not the way forward. We've got to come together. 
We've got to develop a long-term strategy, and we've got to execute it with relentless discipline and start winning elections again, take ground back, and serve the people of Colorado. And, and, and we've got to cut the vitriol. We've got to stop the rhino hunting. We've got to uh, restore respect and dignity. And, and we need a chairman who can, who can lead us through this difficult time, fundraise, and ultimately resource candidates so that we can win again. Let me ask you this question, actually, Eric, uh, real quick. Because you've mentioned the stopping the rhino hunting a, a couple of times, and I, I agree with you in in that regard. But what is your message to those who might be inclined to favor rhino hunting because they believe in a particular litmus test? What what do you think they should consider in the state chair race to possibly vote for you? They should consider that the radical left is destroying Colorado and opportunities for our children and grandchildren, and that if we don't come together against this this common foe that seems to hate our country and is not serving the constituents of Colorado, then 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 none of this is worth doing. We 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 need to recognize who the true enemy is and put our differences aside so that we can do the right thing for. For, for ourselves, for our future, and for the people of Colorado and this country. Eric Odlin, candidate for Republican Party chairman at the state level. Really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for calling in. What? Oh, say that again, because at the inopportune final moment, you cut out again. I just said thanks for having me. My pleasure. All right. Thank you, sir. Once again, Eric Odlin joining us. One of Five, six, seven candidates now running for chair of the Colorado Republican Party. What are your thoughts? We've got a few minutes on the other side of the break before we get to the top of the hour when we have some fun with the unions, the teachers unions here in Colorado. I say fun, but it's not fun when kids' educations are being held in the balance right now. Keep it here. The Jimmy Sangenberger Show. News Talk 710 KNUS. Rocking and rolling back into the final segment of the second hour on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. A little ZZ Top for you as we continue on the program. 303-696-1971, our telephone number if you want to join in the conversation after that interview with Eric Odland running for state party chairman. Alexa texting in, appreciate Eric's perspective. Great interview now there's also the text coming in improve voter turnout same old republican line of baloney you need to get in the dirt like dems mail-in voting pack the mailbox ballot harvesting harvest every possible ballot before dems do same old same old so a couple of things one he's not wrong everybody's right when they say we need to improve voter turnout but guess what Improved voter turnout does need to include unaffiliated voters. And that means you have to reach out to and connect with those unaffiliated voters. Other than that, you're right. You have to play the ballot harvesting game. Republicans were good at that in Colorado. And then when there started to be real doubts, we got worse and worse and worse when folks were doubting our system of mail-in voting. And then that started causing... All sorts of of issues worsening what was already a sordid state of affairs for Republicans. 303-696-1971, our telephone number. By the way, 
Uh, Dave Williams, former state representative, has gotten into the race for state party chair. I'm hearing that Tina Peters, the uh, indicted former Mesa County clerk and recorder, has also jumped in. And you've got the possibility of former state senator Kevin Lundberg, I'm hearing, uh, also in the race, in addition, Eric Odland, previously, Casper uh, Stockham, who we've had on the show, uh, Stephen Varela, and Aaron Wood. Let's get to another Aaron. Aaron in Denver on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. Good morning, Aaron. Yeah, morning there, Jimmy. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question if Casper uh, 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 was running for state chair. So that's always good. Uh, he'd definitely get my vote. If I could vote, I would vote for, uh, for Stockman. Uh, Stockham. The, uh, the, uh, to, uh, uh, I would vote for Casper uh, to be the uh, state chair of the GOP. But Eric is right. If the GOP is going to be great again, they got to start winning again. And, and uh, apparently these uh, so-called unaffiliated, uh, unaffiliated, uh, unaffiliated. Voters, it's a tricky word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unaf- <laughs> you know, indep- in- so-called independent voters. Right. Uh, uh, in my opinion, they're just closeted Democrats. And, uh, so I would not say that the the number of Republicans who have left the party for one reason or another. I've got family who are really Republicans, but my mm-hmm. brother, for example, is a registered uh, unaffiliated. Yet uh-huh. he is he is a Republican. Like <laughs> he should be a Republican, but for his own reasons, he's not. He's an unaffiliated voter. And I know plenty of other conservatives. I, I don't think that you need to remove from the table the possibility that unaffiliated voters are either conservative or open to voting for Republicans. I think it's all in the message and the branding and the presentation of the party and how you can win them over. Yes, be bold and be strong and conservative principles and do not hide from them but make sure that your message is tailored to being the most persuasive that it can be well sounds like jimmy you should run for state chair (laughs) (laughs) you know i i I will say uh, somebody did say jimmy i think you should run for chair and make their argument and i was like no way i'm not i'm not uh Mm -hmm. i'm not foolish enough to put myself into that discord position uh, but you know what? I, I, I mean, it, it certainly takes a lot in this moment to run for chair. And it's going to be really interesting to see how this thing unfolds as you have more candidates that are now getting into the race, Aaron. Yeah, I think so. I think it's great. And I, and I hope Casper gets the gig. And, why? Uh, I mean, Eric why, why, right. why do you like Casper? And what did you make of Eric Odland? Well, I mean, Eric, I mean, uh, Eric was right about one thing, though. Um, uh, it is like being a head coach, and uh, and when the head coach sucks, normally the head coach gets fired. Normally, normally, they get, but uh, except for the uh, national uh, Repub- the national GOP, they rehired that loser coach. So that was unfortunate. And the thing is, though, with with Eric, I'm sure he'll be just fine. But there are other uh, candidates trying to get that head coaching uh, gig to in, mm. in the state of Colorado. Aaron, I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. 303-696-1971 is our telephone number. In the next hour, though, we will get into this story about union scheming and plotting. We know what happens the teachers' unions. That's what I'm talking about, not any other kind of unions. The teachers' unions scheming and plotting. And the coordination that is going on statewide 
and how little Woodland Park, Colorado fits in to all that. Especially if you are interested in education issues, you do not want to miss what we've got coming up in the next hour. 303-696-1971, our telephone number. We can also continue the conversation on the state of the Republican Party and state party chair race, too. Text into the program as well on the 710-KNUS app. It's the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. Don't go anywhere. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 